Passion by Design is sponsored by the Red Team at Coldwell Banker Residential Brokerage and McChesney Design Studio. Passion and desire can attract everything you want in life. Passion by Design is a show about designing and living a life of passion, purpose, and possibility. I'm Paula McChesney, here with my co-host, Sandy Peckinpah, and we're here with you live every Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. to discuss living life fully through the senses, here on Radio Monterey, KRXA AM 540, and streaming live on the Internet at RadioMonterey.com. Well, we're excited to be here, and Sandy, say hello. Yes, yes hello. I'm so glad to be here on this Sunday, and it's a glorious Sunday here. We have 80 degrees and sunny here in sunny California, Southern well, California. <laughs> you, you've got the sunny southern part going on, and in Monterey, we're just kind of hanging out in the 60s. But we're we're happy we're happy <laughs> for that. We're we're delighted to have had uh, a little bit of water last week, and the hills have greened up, and it's gotten gorgeous, and you know. We're so we are so blessed that we uh, mm-hmm. that we live in California. Yes, we are, and you know, Paula, uh, I've had the best of both worlds because having grown up in Monterey, which is where you and I met when we were 12 years old. That's right. Um, I it is really one of the most beautiful places on earth, and I didn't even have a clue as to how beautiful it was until I moved away. Right. <laughs> and and now when I go back, I think, oh my gosh, it is the most beautiful place on earth, but. Anyway, my my uh, the thing that I love the most about Monterey is that you are there. Our radio <laughs> show is out of Monterey, yes. and we have been friends for lo these many years, and we have so much to talk about, which is what I wanted to talk about today on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to discuss the power of three, three ways to boldly step into the next part of your life. And Paula, you know, you and I have seen each other go through so many transitions in life. There isn't a life without them. They're (laughs) as certain as having birthdays. And just when you think that you have life handled, you get something else thrown your way and have to grow and adjust and change. And one of the books that was so significant in my life when I went through one of the changes that I think was probably my most dynamic change um, is William Bridges wrote a book called The Way of Transition. Mm, great book. A wonderful author. And he, uh, he, how he started out was he was giving lectures and con- consulting to companies when they would go through transitions. And then he had the biggest transition of his life, and that was the loss of his wife. But what it did for him was it really made him study the role of transition in our evolution. And he has a great quote called, um, well, in fact, I've included it in my new book, and and it says, change can happen at any time, but transition comes along when one chapter of your life is over and another is waiting in the wings to make its entrance. And I really feel, yes, and I really feel that for me, 
this week is a monumental transition, Paula, because as you know, my new book is just about to give birth. <laughs> yes. Oh, tell us, tell us. I'm thrilled about well, this, Sandy. The biggest transition in my life really happened when I lost my son, Garrett. He was 16 years old. He tragically died of meningitis. It was sudden and swift, and no one could have predicted it. And what it did was it made me realize how important every single day is. And one of the things that happened on the day that he died was a wonderful man, Stephen Cannell, who wrote... He wrote Rockford Files, A-Team. Um, he, he had so many shows on the air, and one of them with my husband, David. And his, show, his shows were renowned, and he always seemed to have everything so together. Mm. What I didn't know until my son died was that he had lost his son a few years before I lost mine. And yes. on the day that I lost my son, he showed up at my door with a book called The Bereaved Parent. And he said, this helped Marcia and I get through the toughest time of our lives, and I want this to help you. And it did. But what it also did was it made me realize that other parents had been through it. It was a transition that I would survive. And it made me realize the power of our personal stories because it inspired me to write my own story for parents who are surviving the loss of a child. So my book is coming out through Balboa Press, a division of Hay House, mm -hmm. um, probably next week. I'll make a big oh, announcement. Great. And I'm so excited. Sandy, give us the title. It's called How to Survive the Worst That Can Happen, A Parent's Step-by-Step -Step Guide to Healing After the Loss of a Child. <sighs> and I'm so excited because what it does is it's a book that gives you active steps to walking through the stage of grief and instead of just succumbing passively to the loss and and dealing with the day-to-day -day devastation that it can wreak um, it actively pursues changing adjusting um, learning how to accept the grief making time for tears, compartmentalizing your your growth and your changes, and including your child very much in the next part of your life. And I'm, I'm just so excited about it, Paula, because I know that in my son's death that I was able to give him new life in his ability to help other people. And so I want to talk more about that in other shows, but that's yes. my biggest transition in life and that's what we're talking about today transition wow sandy that's so it's so powerful and there's so much in your book and the richness of your experience and what you the journey that you continue to walk uh that is so empowering to not only me but to everyone who comes in contact with you and it's your choices that you make day to day moment by moment and those I think are so much what you have to share about and your book just does a beautiful beautiful job I'm going to give you a little plug ahead of time because I, <laughs> I, I know the value of it it's, it's an amazingly powerful life-changing work 
And Sandy, tell tell people where they can get the book. I, I really want to get this out. It's very important. Uh, it will be available on Amazon.com, and it will be available at Balboa Press through Hay House. And um, then also, if you want to email me at, um, let's see, Paula, what's our Passion by Design website? Info. Email? Info at, at Passion, Passion by, by Design. Design. Yeah. Dot com. And I can send you a link to get the book. Of course, this book isn't for everybody. Thank God. Yes, really. <laughs> it's for those parents who really struggle with loss. And, you know, it's more people than you realize. But what a, the point that I'm trying to make in talking about this right now is that we all have those life challenges. And it's defining that life challenge as a transition in your life. It's uh, it's the it's the door that chaos opens to the next part of your life, and that is the first in our power of three in transition, is recognizing it as transition. Um, yes, loss will happen forever, but your relationship with loss changes as you walk through that transition. Mm, oh, so so powerful. And Sandy, we'll we'll have it on our website, passionbydesign.com, that people can access it that way as well, too. Right. You know, one of the things that I know that you talk about and I talk about uh, as well is, <laughs> and I always have to tweak with words because that's just the kind of gal I am. Um, you know, it's a common expression to talk about taking baby steps. And yes. for me, I like the idea of taking small adult steps. <laughs> mm, I like that. And it's really about making choices that move me where I want to go in ways that are really, really doable and that I'm going to have a success with. And, and you know, heaven knows, I've we've all gone through these things where you, you say, well, I'm going to, you know, lose 30 pounds in you know, 30 minutes or, you know, mm -hmm. some whatever. I'm being ridiculous, obviously. But the, what really becomes work, and then we set ourselves up to fail, and then we give up, and then the weight creeps on more or the whatever it is we're, we're dealing with, and it only gets worse. And what I've discovered for myself is that if I can set what I call those small adult steps, which is now I personally this is true confessions on the air but i like to work out when i'm done working out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um the idea of it is really not all that thrilling to me to be perfectly honest i'd rather sit in my fluffy white bathrobe with my cappuccino and you know a good book but never Wouldn't mind we all? <laughs> well however if i know that i go and you know, there are many people who work out a whole lot more than I do, and, you know, I'm, I'm proud of all of you, and Sandy, you're one of those. But if I set myself the schedule to go and do a really good active workout class two times a week, mm -hmm. and then I, I am very active anyway because I walk a lot and a variety of other things, but then I have success Mm -hmm. And I experience success in taking those small adult steps. And success begets success. Then I keep on going. So it, it really works for me to set those attainable goals where I really can have a success. Um, so that's a very important tool 
that well, and you works. Are, uh, what you're saying is that at the end of setting those small adult steps, which I love saying, <laughs> um, you have to celebrate the success. And that's the third in our power of three in boldly stepping into the next part of your life is celebrating each success. Because sometimes I think... But okay, let's just use um, uh, changing our food habits. People don't celebrate just making the change. They are not celebrating. They're putting off celebrating until they've lost 20 pounds. They're not Ooh. celebrating each pound, or they're not celebrating the fact that they gave up you know, sugar in their coffee that morning, or they're not celebrating that they made food choices of um, plates full of vegetables with a little bit of meat instead of large steak and a little bit of vegetables. You know, those are little successes that need to be celebrated and honored. Absolutely. And, you know, that's where those successes and talking about that is, you know, looking at those choices and being aware, as you're saying so beautifully, being aware of that, yeah, I did make a good choice there. And that feels really good. And I feel Mm -hmm. good about myself. And, and the, you know, the continued, it's just, it's so magical to me. And it, it really goes back to, you know, the whole universal laws of attraction, which, you know, people are hearing more and more and more about, is that when we really can have those successes, feel those successes, feel good about ourselves, we get more things to feel good about. And how mm-hmm. much fun is that? Right. You know, and it can be something as simple, Sandy, as parking. Like, for example, I parked my car quite a long way away from where my appointment was. And I thought instead of me just being so blinded and heading, you know, I just have to get there when I'm totally missing the here, I enjoyed the walk. And I planned it so that I would arrive, I'd love to say, 10 minutes early, but I gave myself four minutes early, and for me, that was good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the kind that loves to, you know, run and get on the train as it's pulling out of the station because, you know, it's just kind of kind of who I am. And I'm realizing the richness of being able to take that a little bit slower, slower walk and, you know... Again, get over there and enjoy it. Or take a flight of stairs instead of taking the elevator. Right. You know, so it's good stuff. You know, as a real estate professional, I see people all the time saying, well, I want a single story because I'm getting older. And I I know single stories, practically, they're very, very good to have in your later years. But I celebrate my stairs every day because I know I run up and down those darn stairs 50 times a day, and it's giving me that Stairmaster that I'm not on. Yes, you are doing that, and you've got a great set of stairs, because I've run up and down those stairs a few yeah. times myself. Well, Sandy, we need to go to a break. Um, okay. we are You are listening to Passion by Design. We are Paula McChesney and Sandy Peckinpah. We're on Radio Monterey, KRXA AM 540, and we're also streaming live on the Internet at RadioMonterey.com. We will be right back. McChesney Design Studio is a full-service interior design firm 
specializing in interiors for your home or business that reflect your unique message and personal style. We are located in beautiful downtown Carmel across from the post office. Call today for a complimentary consultation, 831-333-6261, or visit us on the web at mcchesneydesignstudio.com. Proud to be a sponsor of Passion by Design. Join me, Paula McChesney, and my co-host, Sandy Peckinpah, Sunday afternoon at 5 for our show, Passion by Design, designing a life of passion, purpose, and possibility. We'll be discussing your home, your health, your relationships, and anything else that you want to talk about. Be sure to tune in this Sunday at 5 right here on AM540 or at RadioMonterey.com and visit us anytime on the web at PassionByDesign.com. Let's face it, these hard times are a little harder for some of us, but it doesn't mean you need to break the law. In California, it's the law that you must have auto insurance, and you may qualify to get it for around $400 a year through the California Low-Cost Auto Insurance Program. You must be a good driver, at least 19 years old, continuously licensed to drive for three years with a vehicle valued at $20,000 or less, and meet the income eligibility requirements. Call 866-60-AUTO-1. Wouldn't it be great to buy the right home at the right price and feel your real estate agent had the same vision for your dream? Sandy Peckinpah and Kim Driussi of the Red Team at Coldwell Banker Residential Brokerage have been making their clients' dreams come true, and they can do that for you. Coldwell Banker is worldwide and can help you with your next transaction no matter where you are. So dream on and call Sandy today at 951-304-2900. And the red team is a proud sponsor of Passion by Design. Welcome back. Uh, this is Passion by Design. I'm Paula McChesney, and I'm here with my co-host, Sandy Peckinpah. Yes, welcome back. And in case you are just joining us, you're listening to Passion by Design on KRXA AM 540, and it also streams live on... That's okay, we're going to get everybody back. Okay, so what do we do? Okay, just keep talking. That's okay, we're going to get everybody back <laughs> in just a second. It's uh, no worries. Um, there's one of our, our guests right now. Okay. All right, you're on the air. Okay. We are back. We had a technical difficulty, we, that's okay. We did indeed. Operator error here, but you're back uh, with Passion by Design and Paula McChesney on KRXA. And, um, and we, we still have... Sandy? We still have a little technical difficulty going on. Just bear with us here. Sandy, are you with us? Sandy? Susan, Susan are you with us? I'm here. Okay. I'm here, yeah. Okay. So, Susan, I am absolutely delighted that you are here, and we will get Sandy back on the line shortly. Um, So, Susan, tell us a little bit about your company, which is called Flourish After 50. Right. Well, you were just talking about transition, and that is really um, what started my own midlife transition and where I am today is, you know, realizing in midlife that I didn't know who I was or what I was going to do with myself anymore. 
Um, I was an over 50 empty nester and had been out of the workforce for 24 years and needed to find something that was productive, that would make a difference in the world, but also that would really be fulfilling for me personally. So, excuse me, so rather than going to work for someone else again, I decided to make something up for myself that I would enjoy. And I did something I'd never done before and started a website. Uh, flourishover50.com and that was in February of 2010 and since then I've become a, a life coach, a speaker, an author, all sorts of wonderful things that uh, you know I have allowed myself to grow into over these four years. Well, you have very impressive credentials. <laughs> well, my credentials are I've been there, done that. You know, and, and when I, you know, when I when I talk to women, um, you know, who are experiencing this midlife shift, I really know what they're going through. I can feel it with them because when it hit me, it was a physical sickness that I was terrified of going back into the workforce, and I thought I didn't have anything to offer. I thought I was. You know, I'd been home, I'd been raising my children, I'd been a a volunteer in the community, I'd been a school board president, but I still thought I didn't have anything to offer. So it's really, um, you know, embracing who you are, like you say, celebrating the successes that you've had in life and building on the natural gifts that you were given when you were created, um, you know, so you can have a more meaningful life. Mm. Paula? I've, I got bumped off the air. I'm sorry. Technical oh, technical difficulties here yeah, in the studio. Yeah. Nothing to do with operator <laughs> error. <laughs> uh, suddenly I was introducing... Hi, Susan. Suddenly I was introducing Susan, and I realized I was only introducing her to my cat. Well, you know, the, Kiki is very impressed, I'm sure. Well, I'm glad. Well, Susan, I gave you just great kudos, but one thing that I wanted to interject is that I, I do know you personally. And right. one of the things that really struck me when I walked into a seminar that you and I were both attending, Lisa Sasevich's conference, mm-hmm. and you meet so many dynamic women, but sometimes women just have a light around them. And I have to say that was you because oh, uh, I believe the first day we even had lunch at the same table, we didn't did. we? We did. Yes, we did. Yes. We sat next to each other, yes. Yes, and we all, you know, talked about what we what we were doing at the conference. But what struck me is how, like my story, you had a backstory because you were suddenly in transition where you knew that the next part of your life was only going to be dynamic if you made it so. Right. Exactly. And so, yeah, it's exactly. And and so in starting our conversation together. Um, one of the things that you said, actually, I think it's on your website, you said you help women simplify their lives mm. as you teach them how to say no to things that don't fill them with energy and happiness, easing the stress and overwhelm that comes with trying to be manager of the universe. And I love <laughs> that quote because I think up to that point, when we're in our late 40s, early 50s, we have been managing the universe, don't you think? <laughs> yes, we have. And we, you know, so many of us all of a sudden realize we've been on autopilot for years. And we've been taking care of everyone else, putting everyone before us, and um, depleting ourselves. And when it hits us that our kids are gone, 
maybe we're in career burnout, uh, our parents may pass away. You know, all these things all of a sudden hit us. A lot of times when the kids go away, so does the husband. So, mm. you know, a lot of things happen in midlife, and, um, you know, you realize I'm not prepared for this. I've not been taking good care of myself. Um, I'm, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm confused. I'm driving in circles. I have no focus anymore. I, and life, is, life is flat. So it's really, you know, getting in touch with, getting back in touch with who you were created to be, loving who you are, and, you know, really then designing your life in accordance with your purpose. And that gives you this incredible freedom to say no to the things that don't fulfill your purpose. And uh, you can say it without guilt, knowing that, you know, you don't have to do the things that don't bring you joy anymore, that you can do the things that, um, you know, are fulfilling and meaningful and that use your best gifts to reach your own highest potential. So, Susan, I have a question on that because I think I absolutely agree with what you're saying, and I think that most women would agree. And how can, I I think as human beings, we're such creatures of our habits and our practices and our choices. Mm -hmm. So can you give a tip or strategy or a couple to take women through what you just said? And I know it's a a, a huge question, but what might mm-hmm. be one little thing that can help empower women to say, I can say no, or, you know, speak speak to that point, if you will, okay. please. Sure. Um, you know, one of the first things that I do with my clients is, is get them to the point of giving themselves permission to do it first, and permission to make change without guilt, to know that it's okay for you to step out and take that baby adult step, like you said, to do <laughs> these things, and it's okay to do that, and the life will go on. No one will die. The world will still keep turning, and, uh, you know, just try it. And, and then, you, you know, just a, a process of trying to first shed that the weight that's making you feel like you have to do all these things, guilt, fear, perfectionism, all these things that drive us, and, you know, we, ha- we think we have to do all these things for people to like us that we have to perform, that our, that our value is measured by how well we do things and how, how we look and how we act. Uh, and so get past those things first and then take, uh, you know, real good inventory of what your gifts are, what your values are that are non-negotiable. What do you love to do and what do you not love to do? And get those things all in perspective and then you can start to you know, understand, you know, where you need to be headed and where you can say, you know, okay, I'm not going there anymore. Right, right. Because I think it's it's really um, a period that that people, we're speaking of women particularly right now, go through is that transition of time mm-hmm. when they've done it one way all their lives or their right. family's lives, and then suddenly it's like, they choose to change the rules. And I think that right. can be confusing to the people in their lives. Right. It's and, you like, know, I, what, I, you I'm changed really, the rules. What do I yeah, do now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, I'm reading a book by Brene Brown. She's wonderful. And mm-hmm. oh, one of the her. quotes that, oh, gosh, the quote that I posted on the Facebook page today is, um, she defines midlife unraveling as a time when you are challenged by the universe 
to let go of who you think you are supposed to be and to embrace who you are. Mm. Powerful. Wow. That's powerful. <laughs> you it know, is, and, we and do, I think I mean, it's, yeah. it's so hard as women to really define who we are because we, ro- we wear so many hats. And when we let go of one of them, it feels empty. You know, like when my children moved out of the house and suddenly I was in this house with, you know, five bedrooms and no children. And Mm -hmm. I thought, wow, now what? You know, I was attending Mm -hmm. school functions. I was, you know, watching my kids play uh, sports. I was, you know, grading homework. I was doing all of that. And then suddenly I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. And I... And I realized I had to redefine who I was without right. the label of, you know, 24-hour-a-day mother. Right. I'm, you know I'm, I mean? I'm not a mom anymore. You know, I, I, that, and that's uh, too many women I, I also find, you know, still cling to that role after their children are gone because they can't let it go. And that's unhealthy for them and for their children. So, well, um, you know, yes. but, uh, yeah. Yeah, And I think it's informing a new relationship with your children because mm-hmm. my daughter is home this weekend, and it's so delightful. I love spending time with her. She came home to celebrate my birthday. That was last weekend, but we're doing it this weekend. Good. And um, I, she said, you know, Mom, I, I'm so appreciative that we have such a great relationship. Mm. And she said, most of my girlfriends don't have a great relationship with their mom. And I said, what do you think makes the difference? And she said, I think it's because that when we grow up we don't want to be told what to do anymore Mm -hmm. we just want to have a relationship and i think that that's so hard as a mom because you say oh go to bed did you do your homework you got to eat your vegetables and then all of a sudden (laughs) you have to form the new relationship it's very difficult well i think sandy you know you, you make such a great point there and it's really so powerful when you talk about it with the child and you put it up on on the table so to speak and say you mm-hmm. know we're all going through a transition here and mm-hmm. there there are some different rules of the game if you will and let's all talk about it and get a buy in and i i think this is so much the value susan of your work and our work that it does bring these topics these unspoken topics up to the forefront because people don't actually even think about them, but they definitely do feel the effects of when it doesn't work out so well. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. especially women, because then we go into this, you know, we're depressed and we feel, um, you know, like we don't have any value anymore. We have no identity. And, you know, who, who's going to like me anymore? Because I, I don't, like you say, you know, I'm not volunteering at the school. They can't see what I'm doing. I don't have anything to do now. Um, so and and for a lot of women, um, you know, they've been in a career for 30 years, and all of a sudden they say, "I don't like this anymore." You know, this is not fulfilling for me. I'm just doing someone else's work, and I'm not doing something that uh, you know makes me happy. So they want to, you know, switch gears. But taking that step is very frightening as well. So it's stepping out of one, you know, role, whatever it is, uh, you know, and maybe it's stepping out of multiple roles all at once and then stepping into something new. You know, you mentioned uh, something that really intrigues me, and you talk about the term, um, and I'm, I'm going to quote your website, if I may, with okay. your permission, sure. Susan, and, and your blog, which is flourishover50.com, and it's mm-hmm. five zero. Um 
the quote is, provides the resources and tools to make the second half of life the best, focusing on a healthy mind, body, and spirit with insight and encouragement to women who are facing their own midlife transitions, feeling invisible, overwhelmed, and unfulfilled. That feeling invisible piece of it. Let's talk about that. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a big one because again, it's um, you know when you lose the role that's been your defining role for a long time, then you don't know who you are, and you you've been giving, giving, giving for so many years, and you're depleted. You're spiritually depleted, emotionally depleted, you know, physically, and you know, you, again, you're just kind of there, uh, and you don't really have a a, a presence. You don't have that light that Sandy was talking about. You know, I think when we, when we are truly connected with what we're supposed to be doing with our purpose, then that inner radiance is going to glow on the outside. Uh, but when we don't know, when we are living a purposeless life, then you know there's just darkness around. It's just like you know living in a, you know, in a, a, a stained glass room with no light shining forth. You know, just waiting for a little flicker. So it's uh, you know just you know it's time to let your brilliance shine. But you know, so many of us don't know how to even take that first step. Mm, indeed, indeed. Well, one of the things that I love that uh, Susan talks about is some uh, key points that can help people go through these transitions and really take steps into the next part of life. Mm -hmm. And one of those things is just giving yourself permission to change. Mm -hmm. You want to talk a little bit about that? Right. Again, it just goes back to, you know, we we think it's um, selfish that we'll be seen as being selfish if we, if we take care of ourselves, that, of course, everybody, we have to take care of everyone else. We have to do everything for everyone, manage the universe, like you said. <laughs> and, you know, we, we cannot, um, you know, we can't do things for ourselves. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly not. Although, you know, of course, we would, what would you tell your best friend to do? You know, you would tell mm. your best friend, go ahead and get that pedicure. Go ahead and do these th- things for yourself. You deserve it. Mm-hmm. Why don't we, t- you know, treat ourselves like we do our best friend? Oh, so true. Right, Paula? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking yeah. <laughs> how many times, Sandy, have you and I said that to each other when we say, should we go get a manicure? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, we'll, we'll buy it for our best friend, but we won't do it for ourselves. And it's, you know, it's, of course, and you've heard the old saying, if mom ain't happy, nobody's happy. And it's <laughs> yeah. just, you know, when, when, when you are fulfilled and happy, it makes all the difference in your family. It makes all the difference in the people that you're around because it just flows out of you and it, you know, it goes into their lives and, you know, it really inspires other people. Now, I have women that say, um, you know, I really want to work with you, but my husband is not supportive. He's not, you know, he doesn't want me to do this. And I think, oh, you know, and it, sometimes I want to say, well, just do it anyway, <laughs> you know, because... Yeah, you know, and how do when, hu- when, husbands may feel threatened by the change in some ways? They're afraid. I think afraid. you're right, yes, yeah. yeah. And, and that, yeah, because they don't, they are they um, feel like it's going to give them this sense of power, you know, but really an empowered woman is not like she's going to steamroll you. It's that right. she's got passion, she's got vision, 
Um, she's got clarity about where she's going, and she's got this um, inner beauty that, you know, just radiates out. I know, you know, my husband has told me so many times how um, he just loves what I'm doing and the woman that I've become just simply because I'm so happy doing it. Um, oh, you know, yeah. not, and, you know, just in addition to, you know, how I've been able to help others, it's mostly just because of how happy I am. Well, and the real truth of it, I think, Susan, and I, I to speak to your point, it's so powerful for the men in our lives. Mm-hmm. Because well, when a happy you're... a woman yeah. is a sexy woman. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, of exactly. course, Sandy introduces that topic right before we go to break. <laughs> We will definitely <laughs> talk more about yeah. that. And uh, you're listening to Passion by Design, and we're going to open up the phone lines after the break. The call-in number is 831-899-5792, 899-KRXA. We will be right back. it be great to buy the right home at the right price and feel your real estate agent had the same vision for your dream? Sandy Peckinpah and Kim Driussi of the Red Team at Coldwell Banker Residential Brokerage have been making their clients' dreams come true, and they can do that for you. Coldwell Banker is worldwide and can help you with your next transaction no matter where you are. So dream on and call Sandy today at 951-304-2900. And the Red Team is a proud sponsor of Passion by Design. Monterey Bay Telecom Services installs and maintains business and residential voice and data services throughout Monterey County. They've been servicing Monterey County since 1984. They are a local business and believe in supporting other local businesses. Mention KRXA to get 10% off. Give them a call at 831 899-2441 for professional, fast, courteous service. That's Monterey Bay Telecom at 899-2441. I love my husband, but I didn't realize our difficulties had to do with his drinking. Our pastor suggested I go to Al-Anon Family Groups. I didn't think I would be comfortable, but I decided to try a meeting. The Al-Anon meeting really opened my eyes. Are you troubled by someone's drinking? You might be surprised at what you could learn in an Al-Anon family group meeting from people just like you. Call 1-888-4-AL-ANON. McChesney Design Studio is a full-service interior design firm specializing in interiors for your home or business that reflect your unique message and personal style. We are located in beautiful downtown Carmel across from the post office. Call today for a complimentary consultation, 831 833-6261 or visit us on the web at mcchesneydesignstudio.com Proud to be a sponsor of Passion by Design. Passion by Design is sponsored by the Red Team at Coldwell Banker Residential Brokerage and McChesney Design Studio. Welcome back. In case you're just joining us, you're listening to Passion by Design on KRXA AM 540 and streaming live on the Internet at RadioMonterey.com. And we've been talking with Susan Tolls, 
who is the author and creator of a fabulous website and blog and has just fantastic information called Flourishing Over 50, and it's flourishingover50.com. Susan, welcome back. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah. Well, there are so many powerful topics that you that you touch on. And, you know, you talk about motivation and tools and, you know, how women can embrace their gifts and live their purpose to reach their highest potential and crush their self-sabotage. That topic is so interesting and very... Um, I think people don't talk about it. It almost feels like a dirty little secret. Mm -hmm. So, Susan, what do you mean when you say or you talk about self-sabotage? You know, there there are generally four things that I address with women. It's fear, self-doubt, perfectionism, and guilt. And the self-doubt, of course, is you know, thinking I'm not good enough. It, you know, it goes hand in hand with perfectionism. It's, you know, allowing our negative self-talk, the fear of failure, the fear of what other people will think, uh, the fear of, you know, what will happen, you know, if I change jobs, what will happen to the old job, the people at the old job? How can I leave them? Um, you know, all those fears that hold us back from achieving what we are supposed to achieve and allowing those things to sink us. You know, I I say it, it keeps us stuck in the rut, spinning our wheels. And so you have to get rid of that heavy baggage before you can even begin to vision where you're going in the future because you you can't, it it just clouds your your vision. You know, you you get to go, you get to thinking, oh, I could do this, but then your your little self-critic goes, well, you can't do that. That costs too much money. You're too old. It's too late in life. You don't, you know... And so all these little things come into your mind, and you go, well, never mind. So you just mm-hmm. shut down. Um, and so it is that self-sabotage that we allow ourselves, you know, to, to succumb to rather than saying, no, I'm going to use my fear to help me strategize. I'm going to look at all the times that I overcame fear and, you know, and do it again. Um, I'm going to look at all the gifts that I have and see what a wonderful, amazing person I I am and what I have to offer the world, and then I'm going to figure out how to do it. So it's becoming... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, along with that, uh, in talking about how self-sabotage is suffocating, um, Mm -hmm. you talk about using some techniques called Mm -hmm. letting go rituals. Right. And yeah. I would love for you to share that because okay. I think that's so important to give our, our our listeners some real tools that they can look at that self sabotage and get rid of it. What would you recommend? There's several things that you can do, and you know, just saying I'm going to release something in your mind doesn't really you know make it happen all the time. So going through an actual physical ritual is very cathartic and can sometimes help you completely clear yourself. You can try, uh, you know, um, maybe if you've got a, a certain fear or something that's holding you back, write it down on a rock. You know, take a Sharpie and get a rock and write it down. 
go up to your, you know, to a, to a mountaintop, to a lakeside, somewhere, and throw that thing as far as you can. You know, make yourself a whole pile of the things you want to get rid of and throw those things as far as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could try writing them down on a piece of paper and burning them. You know, and just imagine that when you're burning them and you see the the uh, flames coming up and the little ashes coming up, that that's you, you know, as a renewed person coming out of that. Uh, one of the things that I love is to go to the art. And I am not an artist by any means, but when I go and allow myself to just let go and let my hands work, um, it's amazing what comes out. And when I've, when I've been part of groups that have done this, you know, the colors that come out, you know, if you've got a lot of anger, you'll all of a sudden you'll be going to these reds and blacks and oranges, these deep, angry colors. And then it'll transition, you know, and eventually you'll start using these softer colors. So it's really just using some resources to physically, you know, say, okay, I'm done with this. And, uh, you know, writing them down. If you've got someone in your life who is really, I call them energy vampires, someone who's <laughs> sucking the life rot out of you, oh, you know, yeah. write a letter. If, you know, if you can't make peace with that person, in, you know, uh, face-to-face, um, you know, like, like maybe they've already passed away. Maybe it's yes. like my mother, you know, I never got along with her, even up through the day that she died. And so, you know, I'm thinking, well, you know, how do I make peace with that at this point in my life? I have to write a letter, you know, and, and say, okay, I forgive myself because we both were going through a lot of stuff. So mm. it, it just, you know, do some things, some physical things, journal. Journaling is wonderful, um, mm. you know, to write things That's down. one of but my again, just, Yeah, just, just thinking things in your mind doesn't always work. So it's good to have some things to actually physically do to help you get rid of them. Yeah, that's great. And our call-in number is 831-899-KRXA. And we actually have a question for you here. Okay. Go ahead, please. So my question is um, for Susan. Susan, your book is for um, women over 50, but I Mm -hmm. would imagine that a lot of women under 50 could get a lot out of the book, (laughs) and it would probably be a great preparation. It is wonderful, and I, and I uh, always lovingly say I don't check IDs. And so uh, <laughs> there's something, you know, they're really, um, in, in fact, um, when I was writing my coaching program, I had my daughter, who was 26 at the time, she was editing it for me, and she said, oh, my gosh, my friends need this. You know, everybody mm-hmm. needs this because it really is. The, and I spoke uh, a couple of weeks ago to a college uh, sorority group, a group of sorority girls, and really, it's, you know, the, the younger you can understand, um, you know, the, the downfall of perfectionism and, and mm-hmm. fear and all those things, the better. And, yes, absolutely, it, you know, I only, I only called it over 50 because I just happened to be over 50 at the time that I created <laughs> it. But, but uh, it's really for everyone. Everyone can learn something, yeah. And probably every man, too. <laughs> you know what? And that is so true because I, I speak also. I do a lot of public speaking. And um, there are times when I have men in my group and they go, my gosh, you know, we need this, too. Don't think that you're just speaking to the women mm-hmm. because men struggle with these things, too. So, yeah, it is true. Yeah, that's a really good question. Thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And in terms of more of the self-sabotage, you know, to go back to what you were saying a little bit earlier, just because I think it's so important, the whole notion 
that we're raised with, well, you're being selfish if you think about yourself first. Mm -hmm. I think that is such a... um, It's so misunderstood. And, you know, one of my my real... um, tenants of life, if you will, is put on your own oxygen mask first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, I am going to be totally useless to anybody else if I'm flopped out gasping on the floor of my Mm -hmm. life and I, and I can't be there for you. So I love, would love to, because you know how I love words, to come up with another word for selfish. And the best I've come up with is self full. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, yes. Yeah, and it really shifts that energy in my own mind when I start thinking, oh, Paula, you're being selfish. Well, you know, look at it. Am I being Mm -hmm. selfish or am I being self-full, which is going to recharge my batteries and get me going again? So I I suspect you... Perfect. Absolutely. And and one of my big, big uh, speaking points is fill your own cup first. Mm-hmm. and take care of everyone else with what flows over to the saucer. So oh. you just described that exactly, is, you know, if our cup is cracked and got a hole in the bottom and everything's draining out, then there's nothing to give. We can't give away what we don't have. Boy, uh-huh. So, so we, have to, we have to fill ourselves with, with, uh, with nourish, you know, nourish our mind, body, and spirit. And then we can love others. We can give to others. We can take care of others. But we can't do it if we're tired and grumpy and resentful. Right. Susan, would you, we're almost out of time here, would you leave us with one thought that we, one action maybe that we could take today Mm. that could help us with this second half of our life? What would that be? Oh, wow. The first thing that pops into my mind is one of the exercises I have my clients do. Get you know, get away to where you you know you're not distracted by things, and get out a, a bunch of paper because I want you to write a lot. But in the next year, if you knew you could not fail, what would you be doing a year from today? Mm. Say that again, Susan. That's rich. Okay. Yeah. One year from today, if you knew that you would not fail, you could not fail. What would your life look like? One year from today, there were, there were, you know, everything you did, you succeeded at. Everything you wanted, you achieved. Um, every person you wanted to touch, you had touched. What would that look like a year from today? And it's amazing uh, what comes out of that. What an exciting thought. Ooh, that, that sure puts it in positive light, doesn't mm-hmm. it? It does. That is a good one. So, Susan, again, please tell us how people can get in touch with you. You've just got so much information. In fact, I'm going to just jump out here and invite you back on our program another oh, time in the future because you've got a lot of information <laughs> we didn't touch about, about health yes. and so many things. Uh, so how can how can people uh, get in touch with you? Okay. Well, uh, the, the, the site is flourishover50.com. You can contact me through that site. I offer complimentary 30-minute clarity sessions. I love doing that with women. There's a pop-up on the right bottom that will come up on the site, and you can schedule a time to meet with me. Um, Of course, I love more than anything to do uh, one-on-one coaching with women to come alongside them as their um, cheerleader, accountability partner, and navigator to, to, you know, on this next part of their journey. I've got a, a program that I wrote myself called the Reinvention Road Trip, 
Oh. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a, can be done as a self-study program and all, are also with me, um, you know, one-on-one. And so everything is there on the site. There's a, a webinar that you can have free. It's, uh, you know, uh, five steps to a meaningful midlife journey. And I spend the bulk of that webinar talking about self, the, the self-sabotage points that we already talked Ooh, about those tonight. Im- those so, important yeah. points. Susan, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Our hour yeah, is yeah. already coming to a close. My goodness, it went by so fast. It went fast, yes. And w- we invite you to visit our website at passionbydesign.com where you can purchase our book, which is Passion by Design, Redecorate Your Bedroom and Reinvent Your Love Life. And you can listen to past radio broadcasts there on that button. And you'll find more information about living your life with passion, purpose, and possibility. And I'm Paula McChesney. And I'm Sandy Peckinpah. And remember, you can also download our show on iTunes and listen anytime. Thank you for joining us today. And if you'd like to get information about our upcoming shows, email us through our website because we'd love to hear from you. We'll be back next Sunday at 5 p.m. on KRXA 540 AM radio for another hour of Passion by Design. Lying close to you, feeling your heart beating. Hello there. Do you recognize my voice? That's right. I'm a professional announcer. My voice has power. I get paid to talk, and I can talk about anything to anybody. Except when it comes to talking to my parents about their care as they get older. Whatever I try, I can't seem to talk about the aging issue. No matter who you are, it's not easy talking about aging. For help getting started, go to voa.org talk. A message from Volunteers of America. Do you have a question about your pension or 401k plan? Have your benefits been miscalculated or denied? Are you trying to claim benefits from a former employer that has relocated or gone out of business? Thanks to a grant from the U.S. Administration on Aging, you can learn your pension rights and claim the benefits you've earned. Services are provided to workers, retirees, and their families free of charge. Call the New England Pension Assistance Project at 888-425-6067 for assistance.